You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. The Grace of Giving is the title of this devotion. I'd like you to see that grace of God working in the lives of people like you and me and how exciting it is to see this. Oh my goodness, I love that grace. I think it's one of the greatest graces. God so loved the world that He gave. John 3.16 says, and that grace of giving is one of the great attributes of God's very nature and character by which He reveals Himself in creating the heavens and earth in that all He has made, He displays Himself. And we can see who God is by all that He's made. And of course, we perfectly see who He is in Jesus whom He gave. That grace of giving is such a beautiful grace to have in your life and to see it grow and multiply. I really believe that grace needs to be refreshed and renewed in us consistently because it's like it's like the flower that fades, the Bible says, the beauty of man's life. And its life is like the grass that withers, but it's God who refreshes and renews us. And I really believe that God wants to refresh you in the grace of giving. And I want you to see it today. I want you to see here one of the great high points in the time when Israel was brought out of Egypt and was led into the wilderness by the Lord, how God was sharing His own character and nature with them and how He enabled them to do that which He had prepared in heaven to be revealed through them here on earth as His people, as the people that He had made Himself through Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. And and I want you to see here the grace of giving in Exodus chapter 25. And the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Speak to the children of Israel that they bring me an offering from everyone who gives it willingly with his heart. You shall take my offering. Okay, so then we go 10 chapters. So even though God spoke it to Moses, there was a time of God's working. And then we see in chapter 35, okay, Wow, what all happened between now and and between God saying it and it happening was quite an amazing event that took place. So we go to verse 4. And Moses spoke to all the congregation of the children of Israel, saying, This is the thing which the Lord commanded, saying, Take from among you an offering to the Lord. Whoever is of a willing heart, let him bring it as an offering to the Lord. Okay, then we go to verse uh, 20. And all the congregation of the children of Israel departed from the presence of Moses. Then everyone came whose heart was stirred and everyone whose spirit was willing. And they brought the Lord's offering for the work of the tabernacle of meeting for all its services and for the holy garments. 
And they came, both men and women, as many as had a willing heart. Do you see this? Whoever's heart was stirred, everyone whose spirit was willing. Do you see what God is looking for to impart that spirit of grace to? I believe God is looking for a willing heart and a stirred heart and a willing spirit to impart this grace into our being, into our lives. I believe the very willingness and the stirring is a work of His presence. It's kind of like God pulling on you and pulling on you, trying to make you willing, trying to stir you to open up His treasuries of glory to come out of your being, for you to be able to start giving in a way that you'd never even realized was possible. And, and God wants to bring you into a spirit of willingness and He wants to stir you with this grace that comes in you by which you're able to give over and above more than you could have asked for. And the children of Israel brought a freewill offering to the Lord, verse 29 of chapter 35 of, of Exodus. And all the men and women whose heart were willing to bring material for all the kinds of work which the Lord by the hand of Moses had commanded to be done. Again, the children of Israel brought a freewill offering to the Lord, all the men and women whose heart were willing. Do you see that grace, when it comes and takes a hold of us, makes you so willing that you would be disappointed if you couldn't do it. Instead of the opposite, you're disappointed that you let go of what you had. No, the opposite, you'd be disappointed if you couldn't do it. That is that grace. It is so wonderful. Chapter 36, okay, verse 3 um, of, of Exodus 33, uh, 36, verse 3. And they received from Moses all the offering which the children of Israel had brought for the work of the service of making the sanctuary. So they continued bringing to him free will offerings every morning. And all the craftsmen who were doing all the work of the sanctuary came, each one, from the work he was doing. And they spoke to Moses, saying, The people bring much more than enough for the service of the work which the Lord commanded us to do. So Moses gave a commandment that they caused it to be proclaimed throughout the camp, saying, Let neither man nor woman do any more work for the offering of the sanctuary, for the people were restrained from bringing for the materials they had was sufficient for all the work to be done indeed too much the people were restrained from giving <laughs> instead of you being restrained from giving no you understand in a negative sense inwardly I don't want to give this nah <laughs> oh, they don't need it why should I give it you know, it, it's amazing how we can say we love God and not have that free will offering heart. It's amazing how we can say, I love God, but don't show it in our affections, in our generosity. And when I say affection, I immediately have to think here of First Chronicles chapter 29, starting at verse 2. And when the house of my, uh, now for the house of my God, I have prepared with all my might gold for things 
to be made of gold, silver for things of silver, bronze for things of bronze, iron for things of iron, wood for things of wood, onyx stones to be set, glistening stones of various colors, all kinds of precious stones, marble slabs in abundance. Moreover, because I've set my affection on the house of my God, I have given to the house of my God over and above all that I have prepared for the house of my God, my own special treasure of gold and silver, 3,000 talents of gold and of gold and of fire, 7,000 talents of refined silver to overlay the walls of the houses. You know, sometimes it's amazing how people can have such a unkind mindset when it comes to giving for the church in the house of God. (laughs) We think it's wonderful to make our own houses look amazing and when it comes to the house of God we we don't have the same feeling, the same affection. With David it, it was the other way around. He had such an affection for the house of God that he wanted it to be the best. We ought to have that kind of spirit today and I know some people can really be kind of punched a bit in the gut when I say this because they don't have that at all. They don't have that affection for the house of God. But I don't mean to punch you by saying this. You can hear that in my spirit. I'm not meaning to make you feel bad, but you know, God wants you to have that grace of generosity, that grace of giving, that it's your greatest joy to give unto the Lord. You may say, yeah, but Pastor Robert, you're reading Old Testament scriptures. So uh, that's why I think this way. Well, 2 Corinthians chapter 8, is that New Testament enough for you? Look what it says here. Moreover, brethren, we make known to you the grace of God bestowed on the churches of Macedonia, that in a great trial of affliction, the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abounded to the riches of the liberality. For I bear witness that according to their ability, yes, and beyond their ability, they were freely willing, imploring us with much urgency that we would receive the gift and the fellowship of ministering to the saints. And not only as we had hoped, but they first gave themselves to the Lord and then by the will of God to us. And he says, so I So we urge Titus that as he has begun, so he would also complete this grace in you as well. As you abound in everything, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in all diligence, in your love for us, see that you abound in this grace also, the grace of giving generously. And they didn't give because they had it all left over. They were going through persecution, trials and they were going through poverty and yet their generosity and liberality abounded. And there's a grace, there's an absolute grace with God that causes us to be able to give. And I have seen it for ourselves many times in my life. I have seen it as the key that unlocked the door of of provision for us. I know that this gets misunderstood and it gets misused, but that doesn't make it not of God. Anything that's of God can be misunderstood or misused. But I believe it is God. I have so many times seen the Lord 
move upon Virginia and I in this grace of giving and we live in this grace of giving and, and the doors of heaven stay open. We honor the Lord with the tithe like anybody else. Virginia and I, we tithe and we bring the tithe into the church and we just give as the Lord leads us and we give generously and often without people realizing to our own hurt. In other words, we don't have it, but we do because we feel that generosity, that spirit, that grace of giving and we give because we have faith. And my goodness, God keeps providing and keeps bringing us through and keeps upholding us and sustaining us. And I really believe in this with all my heart. I believe in the grace of giving and I want that grace to stay strong, healthy, vibrant, active, powerful. I don't want to get to a place where I become stale, where all I think about is what I want, what I need, what I... No, I I want to be able to... The Bible says the Lord gives seed to the sower. Let me close with you. Uh, Let me read that to you from the Amplified Bible in closing here. 2 Corinthians chapter 9. Oh, chapter 8, verse 9 is powerful, but look at chapter 9. Remember this, verse 6, that he who sows sparingly, grudgingly, will also reap sparingly and grudgingly. And he who sows generously, that blessings may come to someone, will also reap generously with blessings. Let each one give as he has made up in his own mind and purposed in his heart, not reluctantly or sorrowfully or under compulsion, for God loves, takes pleasure in, prizes above all other things, and is unwilling to abandon or do without a cheerful, joyous, prompt-to-do-it giver whose heart is in his giving. And God is able to make all grace, every favor and earthly blessing come to you in abundance so that you may always, under all circumstances, whatever the need, be self-sufficient, possessing enough to require no aid or support and be furnished in abundance for every good work and charitable donation. (coughs) And I believe in this with all my heart. God wants you to have this grace of giving And that it is so strong. And I pray that the love we see in the people of Israel in the wilderness for God and giving for the building of the tabernacle and the same spirit we see in David and his people there in 1 Chronicles chapter 29 for the building of the temple, that we today have a generous heart when it comes to the church that we're part of to see that church blossom and flourish and have an overflow. Let's be givers. Amen. Have a good day.